G'day, Mickey O from the Swans. You're listening to True Blood, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. Go, boys. Let me just tell you, boys, it's great. Oh, please, Dave, tell me how good it was. It's outrageous. Have a look at him. Just have a look at him. He's a superstar. I'm assuming he's trained. If he's playing footy, he's trained. It's damaging, Deeds. It's damaging disposal. It is. I love it. It is. Love it. Speaking words of wisdom. Up the Swatties. This is True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. Back to preview the dead set massive clash in a prelim. Home prelim against the Pies, 4.45 Saturday afternoon up at the SCG. Let's go. And everything else, Sydney Swans. Once again, the pleasure co-host Madison Clark in the studio. How are you? Yes, I'm back. I'm happy, ready to go. I'm actually I've been quite quite a bit nervy yeah. today. I've been quite a bit nervy. Uh, it's, it's quite hard to concentrate. It is. Um, I just need to get up there and get the wind flanners. Tommy Flanagan joining us once again in the studio. Show two of the year. How are you, Tommy? Oh, I'm very good. I'm not nervous. I'm excited because I know the boys are going to get the job done on the weekend. Of course We're going to go straight through to the grand final. It's going to be a smashing. We're going to smash the pies. And if you're not excited this time of year, a home prelim, then you're not a real Swanee yeah, fan. You're not a real footy fan. This is what it's all about. 100%. This is the the f- game for the fans. I said it last it's week. the people's grand this final. This is the diehard Sydney Swan supporters. We come in our droves to the SCG. And we just get it done against the Pies. We we will find a way. I back our system so, so much, boys. Now, that, I'm going to start off on this point. Now, I was discussing this with Madison in in the car on the way here. Which we don't usually do. We, we don't. usually save it for the pod. We do, but I, I feel that passionate about it. Now, we come up against a Collingwood football side who have fluked a lot of games this year. You know, not overly convincing, but geez, they've done well to get here. But I'll tell you what the difference between them and us is. You've got Craig McRae, the coach of the Collingwood Footy Club, up there talking about, yeah, they're here to win. They're here to win this thing. You know, crapping on about next week already, thinking about grand finals. Then you have our leader, John Horse Longmire, doing press conferences. Everything is just related to this week about going back to the well, doing dotting your I's, crossing your T's, going back to structures, that is the level head that I want as a leader. I don't want a first, you know, year coach who's already worrying about next week. It's going to be a clear difference in mental capacity and where the focus is in the game. And that just rammed home how prepared the boys are going to be for this week. Yeah, that's strong, Dable. That's strong. Yeah, well, it's that's a massive leadership. whack for him. Yeah, I thought, yeah. I'm telling you, it is a massive thing to take apart, and I'm going to be making a call to SEN tomorrow. <laughs> Don't you there's, worry about that. There's two schools of thought, right? I mean, there's you know, there's manifesting, there's positivity, D, but we yep. do a lot of that here. We do. But, yeah, you you feel like the the way horse – horse has always been so level-headed in that regard, you right? You don't get ahead of yourself. You don't get ahead of yourself, Linus. You don't get ahead of yourself. And if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So, I mean, we, we do what we, we do. They do what they do. We've got him. We've got him covered. Yeah. Got him covered all over the ground. Yeah. It's Seriously. A, the, the Hydra, the Swanies Hydra is going to be up, up back. How good was the back six against Collingwood last time? They uh, announced fortress. themselves. So we, we absorbed their inside 50s massively. And the Pies love to run and gun out of halfback. They've done it well at the G. You know, Darcy Moore um, running, you know, waves and setting up things Chris, across halfback. All those Chris, boys, those yeah. blokes just r- running straight lines. 
we're we're too tight for that. They're, I can see Haney just crunching Darcy Moore, ball spills to Papley, snap around the corner goal. Swanee, yeah. snap oh, he's already <laughs> manifesting. <laughs> now, and look, and I sat there watching that Collingwood game pretty closely last week, and I halfway through that second quarter when they were sort of really started to get on top of Frio, I was just sitting there. I was like. They cannot play like this against us. Yep. We will pick them off. Or to go and just push, push and Freo kids off, you, you can't do that. You're not going to do that to an yeah. Isaac Heaney. No. You know, up for that. Tommy Papley's going to be tackling all the boys. You, you, they are going to have to change the way that they play. They couldn't get it done six weeks ago. And I highly doubt they're going to be able to get it done again, especially playing this chaos footy. They tried to do it and peg back the lead that we had on them, had on them in the fourth quarter six weeks ago, and it just opened the game up completely for us to go the other way. Totally, totally. I did an interview today with the Perth radio station. Oh, yes, dudes. yeah. Look at uh, look at boom, us go, mate. Boom radio, uh, and they they asked me sort of you know what what do you think? What's your prediction? I said, well, the the fact of the matter is, we've already beaten them. But we can, we've shown this year, and fun as you'll remember, back in the dark old days of 2018, we'd beg for a plan B. Beg for it, scream for it. Now we got to see D, E, F, G. We can beat you so many ways. Yeah. We can beat you so many ways. If one way is not working, we'll just go to another way. This is not me being arrogant. This no. is just what I strongly believe about our football club. It's what we've seen all year. Yeah, correct. Why, why, why would it be any different? So we just stick to the system and we should be absolutely fine. You, you know what I take a lot of, what's the right word, confidence in? Yep. Is we haven't reached our peak yet, boys. Haven't, the, yeah. The boys have another gear to go to. We have not played that game where everyone goes, wow, look at the Swans, look how good they are, right? There's a little bit of that maybe against Melbourne, but it wasn't, wasn't large. It was more, oh, Melbourne were overwhelmed, didn't get it done, right? The Swannies have another level to go to. Yep. If we play and fire on all eight cylinders or 22 cylinders, we, yeah. we flog these guys. 100%. Like, a, we are a seriously talented, strong... Dynamic. Dynamic footy side. But just hard-working role players. Relentless. Role players. Relentless role players. And it, it, it just fills me with confidence, boys. And I sit there at work and I'm like... David, you've got to do your work. And then I'm like, no, we've got a home prelim. I've got to worry about that. It's a real it's, it's a real a, hard it's balance been, at the moment. It's been a bloody hard week. Yeah. It's been a bloody hard week. Well, and it's only bloody Tuesday. Yeah, I know. I know. But boys, <laughs> we're all making the trip up, are we? Correct. Yep. Can't my, wait. My Airbnb has just cancelled on me. So if any of the faithful... Want to take you have in? A, have a couch for me, <laughs> by all means. Yeah, my, Slide into the DMs. My train ticket got cancelled, so I had to book a $500 yeah, can flight. You, can but... you take us through that? Yes. Yeah, so no, take us through what the original plan what was. What was the plan getting up that's there, That's funny planes. enough. Well, the origi- original plan was get the uh, V-line up on the Friday night, which starts what time? at 8pm uh, out of Southern Cross, arrive at 6am um, in, in Sydney, and then have the day in Sydney, enjoy that, and then go to, go to the ground about know, 3, 4 o'clock, and then... And watch the Swannies win and then have a good night out and don't go to sleep and then get okay. the first flight home on so, the Sunday. So you're saying no accommodation booked for the Saturday night? None whatsoever. Yeah, and right. still none. Still have none booked. <laughs> <laughs> so good to hear. That's a, that's a real diehard supporter stuff, that fan. Love to hear it. Oh, what, you never know when you're going to be in the situation again where you've got a home prelim opportunity. You know, we really oh, enjoyed the Melbourne game a couple of weeks ago. Let's get up there and enjoy you this gotta one. You've got to take the opportunity. That, and we said it to Noah on the, on the podcast last week. It's 
it, a monetary value is one thing, right? Understand it's been hard times. You know, everyone's been through the last two or three years. But if there is some sort of way that you can find to experience what's going to go on on Saturday afternoon, bloody do it. Because it's what it's been since 96, since we played a home prelim. And, yeah. you know, we're never playing a, a grand final at the SCG. So this is as close as it gets, Faithful. And it's make the most of that opportunity because, you know, we, we had some lean years there a couple of years ago and it, it, they don't come along too frequently. Take the opportunity. Cease the moment, Seize boys. Seize the moment. And when we're playing as good a footy as you are now, how, how could you not get up there if you're, if you're a diehard lifelong Swans fan? I mean, I of course, uh, uh, commiserations to the people who missed out on tickets who, who well, tried yeah. to get them. Stiff, man. Um, Ticker a joke. Tick, yeah, that, that, uh, what a joke. Yeah, that's, that system. How, how you don't figure out a way to not line up because there would have been overflow from the Brisbane-Geelong game yeah. and the, the bloody NRL, this, NRL finals. This is the well. thing that I don't understand is why do they set everything up at the one time? The imbeciles. That's like, why. seriously, have the Geelong game first and then our game. You yeah. know, release the tickets four hours apart. You've literally got the whole year to organise <laughs> the tickets for the finals. There's going to be four finals in the first week. There'll be two in the second. There'll be two in the third. And there'll be one in the last. You've got a long time knowing that to get your system right. But, uh, yeah, unfortunately, Ticket Tech's... Uh, haven't well, worked it out yet. No, they haven't, they haven't quite worked it Completely. out. They've been doing it for a while. They still haven't worked it out. It's... That's that's the thing about having a duopoly essentially of, <laughs> of ticket providers. You don't have to you don't have to be great, yeah. but people still have to use you. But how good? I mean, again, I said on the pod last week, you've got to relish these times. Yeah, bask in it. it really bask in it because we've had a bloody great season, and it's yeah. a great story. You know, that loss to Essendon was unforgivable, yeah. almost, but the response to it was critical. Well, the, and the, we responded like consummate professionals. It's been the best response you could ever hope yeah. for. 100%. And we compare, I've said it two or three weeks ago. We compare it to last year. We were flying at this stage of year. Like, we finished round uh, 22, and we were peaking. We were smacking teams by 10 goals. No one was competing with us. It was bloody outstanding. But, you know, we spent the petrol tickets too early. I'm telling you, this is the time. No premierships are won in August, Mads. Not not since I've been alive. Exactly Diego. right. They are won in September or the start of October. We are peaking at the right time. We've made the run. Now we've just got to execute on game day. It's all about execution. And the way the Swans play, it's very systematic. And they're going to have a clear, concise plan how to get it done on the weekend. We've done it against the Pies six weeks ago, and we're going to bloody do it again, boys. I'm pumped. And we're doing it in a year where it's the, the, it's the you know one of the greatest years of footy of all time, potentially the greatest final series of all time. It's a, a pleasure to be watching our team be a big player, isn't it? In in what is an incredible final series. You know, we've had the COVID years where you know play games over in Perth and you don't have like a real proper crowd. You know, the Melbourne has to play in front of Melbourne and Bulldogs play in front of Perth people, and then you have the Brisbane one where. You know, Richmond go up to Brisbane and Geelong, and it's, you know it's not. Remember when we played West Coast at Geelong? Yeah, that was a good time. <laughs> that was so <laughs> good. Enjoyed that, but but it's real footy's back in, yeah. in the Coliseum. Yeah. You know, it's and and proper big clubs. You know, to 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 win it, we're going to have to knock off. You know, the reigning premiers and then the two most um, consistently successful clubs of the last twenty years, other than ourselves, Collingwood and Geelong. You know, we're coming up against the the big boys at the at the Coliseums in front of big 
home crowds, you know, bit, uh, last week. Well, just quickly, uh, before... We... <laughs> he's, he's on fire, well, Devil. Uh, you should see him, Faithful. He's, he's just red and white. <laughs> it's just a bit, it's just a blur of red and white in front of me. And I know we'll do a few whack of the weeks in the social segment, but I'll just throw one in now. Oh, the Melbourne God. supporters not rocking up. Absolute disgrace. Didn't, uh, we, the Swans fans, the South Melbourne Bloods, they all outranked the the crowd of the Melbourne supporters. And then last week, there was more Piss Fitzroy ball. fans, more Brisbane fans at the G as well. They Last year, they whinged about how they couldn't watch their team play in the finals because it was over in Perth. And then they get two home finals and they don't rock up. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> while, we're on while we're on Wax of the Week, yeah, boys, who, I've got my own. Who are you whacking? Jared Waitley. What's he said? S-E-N. What's he done? After the quali- after the qualifying final, he comes out and does his seedings of the remaining six teams or whatever. He had the Swans on top, followed by Geelong, Melbourne, then Geelong, uh, then Collingwood. Sorry, in four, other two don't matter. Comes to the start of uh, prelim week, Swans haven't even played another game. Keeping in mind, and Geelong's jumped up to rank one, Collingwood's into rank two, and the Swans are in three. How, uh, he's this scared. Is, he's scared. This is good. just Melbourne bias media, and I'm sick to death of it. And also the crap on about the size of the ground. Like, fu- like seriously. It's just I, a scared the- Geelong fan. It's a scared Geelong fan. That's all that is. <laughs> no, but like moving Collingwood above us, that pissed me off. We beat him six weeks ago. And, and, they, and, and they weren't at all that convincing against Fremantle. Exactly Realistically. right. No, but Fremantle didn't like, put up just, any sort of fight. Just like that's, that's made up in someone's head. That is consuming what's in front of you. What word did what bias? Recency bias. Recency bias. That is what that is. And whack Jared Waitley. Call me up if you want to discuss it's, a champion. It's soft journalism, Debs. <laughs> yeah. You, you, soft journalism. Yeah. No, nah, seriously. Weak as. You got a whack. You got a whack, Mads. You got one? Um Not <laughs> <laughs> a few. No, I'll save it. Yeah, save it. Fair, save fair it. call, boys, but Oh, there's no, there's, I don't feel like there's any structure to this podcast. Nah, um, it's more, it's more just a stream of consciousness. Yep. Especially, I'm quite distracted. It's, <laughs> now, it's so just, red and white. Just to paint the picture for the listeners, we got Tommy, Tommy Flanagan here, who you might know from the sports bet ads out, out in back in the day. He's, been, he's still doing them. He's the local footballer, and his chompers, of and course. he's got the brand hey, new hey, chompers. Hey, hey. He's got these new Swannies hat that is fresh as he's today. Got, he's got <laughs> per, purchased today. He's got his Swanny scarf on, and he's got the old school vintage also weather today. jacket. I've got one of them too. They're, They're grouse, great, aren't they? Yeah. Great. Well done to the uh, people in the, in the well, merchandise they're, department. They're finally, Debs, they're finally, I've been saying it for so long. All you have to do is look back at what worked in the 90s yeah. and replicate that and people will buy it. Yeah, and the Swannies, like, seriously. The Swannies merch is fire. It is, it's mint. Nearly as, nearly as much fire as the True Bloods merch. Nearly. <laughs> Big things on the horizon. There man. are. Big yeah. Things on the merch horizon. Hundred percent. Keep an eye out. And just a quick plug there. I think there is four large t-shirts left. Yep. So jump onto the uh, website if you do want to get we some can, merch. We can bring them up to Sydney. Hundred percent. So DM, if you on the DM, hit the DMs, yep, hit the DMs. Or, or, or buy it on um, the Shop, Shopify. 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 We love some Shopify. Jump on there, and we can definitely uh, bring those t-shirts up for the faithful. Now, can we just do we just go into the preview? We can. Let's let's talk pre-game. Mads, do yeah, we, we want to talk pregame we now? We can talk pregame. We'll jump in now because everyone's been asking us what we're doing pregame. So, 
basically, I've tried to call the bat and ball a number of times. And multiple hotels, too. Um, Everywhere's booked out. Yeah, it's so... We, we're still going to go to the bat and ball. Bat I think ball. it makes sense. It's our spiritual home, Dave, when we're See, in Sydney. 100%. It's um, all about routine, boys. And I talked about it uh, a couple of weeks ago when I actually preempted that the Swans would play a home qualifying final. And it brought me undone, boys. Because I, I normally don't do that type of thing and we didn't end up making that home correct. final. So it's stick to what you know, stick to your plans, do your normal routine. So the True Bloods boys will be going down to the Bat and Ball and, Hotel. And we were there for uh, before the Collingwood game in round 22, actually. And that was a Twilight game as well. And it was just the most delightful walk from the Bat and it, Ball it's to a good the walk. SCG, Tommy. Huh. So, have you been there? I have not. I've, yeah, it's good. So it's 495 good. Cleveland Street in Redfern. Yeah, correct. Bat and Ball Hotel. It's on the corner there. Nice little pub. Right we, across the road from Moore Park. 100%. And it's a, we walked there round two as well yep. against Geelong when Buddy kicked his thousandth goal. What a year. What a, <laughs> what a incredible. year. Incredible. What a year to be a Swannies fan. So good. It's a great year every year, but it's, this year's just been better than any but other. Yeah, so we'll, we'll do that. So I get off the plane at like 11.20. Yeah. Touch wood, no cancellations. Yeah, no, no um, delays, no cancellations. And, We're manifesting that as well. And I'm essentially going to drop my stuff off and I'm I'm pretty much going to head there. I 100%. Think. We'll be there, so I reckon 12.30, 1 yep. o'clock. As soon as we can sort of get there, um, we'll be in there. Where are you dropping your stuff off? Yeah, well, <laughs> also... My Airbnb just cancelled on me, yeah, so I'm going to have to just block some time out of my diary tomorrow, Flanners. Yeah, so if anyone wants calls. to put uh, Tommy and Mads up, you know, True Bloods uh, HQ here, they're, they're searching. They might be crashing on my couch in the hotel. I feel like that's oh, probably, it's an, probably the most likely It's outcome. a big option. It's a big option, but... Jeez, yeah. So we'll hopefully a lot of the faith will come down to the bat and ball, and we can walk do a bit of a march like we did down Swan Street, Flanners. You weren't a part of that, but that was something special. Something Mads. special. I something wanted to special. be part of that, but I also really wanted my front row seat and all that. The MCG, <laughs> so I just got in there early enough so I could pick up my front row. I was yeah. watching was the KO seat. mini of that game at lunchtime today, and you're all over that. <laughs> I reckon you know the spot that. where the camera goes to, so you just yeah. place yourself there. Is that it? The I, part of the planning? I always sit there for 2005. Grand final on the 50 in the MCC members front row. Uh, 2012 grand final front row on the 50 MCC members. Yeah, he's a uh, and creature of habit. Same seat again yeah. the other night. Always have sat there. Yeah. Always will sit there if I can. But yeah, it's so but good. it's good. We want as many people down there as possible because yeah. at the end of the day, this is where we get the most joy, right? We, we, we love doing the pod and everything, but getting out and meeting you people is so much fun. Huge. And also, yeah. we love beers. <laughs> we, <laughs> we love, love beers. beers. It, it's funny. We had an invitation um, to walk with some of the cheer squad, I think, a little bit earlier, about 1 o'clock. Um, they were heading to the ground. They're like, oh, we'd love you to join us. And we are like, unfortunately, we will just be getting to the pub at that yep. time, and we've got some beers to consume. Prior so, engagement. So thank you, but no thanks. Uh, but there's always but next time, but as I say. It's so it's so cool. And yeah. I mean, there at the Union House Hotel, it was wall-to-wall True Bloods listeners and Swan supporters, and I'm hoping for more of the same at the Bat and Ball. And Real, if you, please come down. And if you want to get started early before you get down to the Bat and Ball, make sure you drop into Liquor Land, pick up some wine. Claws or something. Oh, yeah. And, and, and Flanners will be stumbling around Sydney aimlessly because he's got and, no accommodation and he's just, well, how are you going to get up there now, actually? 
Oh, I booked, booked a, a flight. You booked, booked a, a flight. Four hundred thirty-six dollar yep, yep, yep. flight. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually not too bad. Yeah, considering no, no, some no. of the prices going. Now, yeah. now, Mads, yeah, I think the the listeners of True Buds may have heard a, a cheeky intro at the start of the the pod today, and yeah. we managed to snag a, a big guest. We have. It's dead set massive, isn't it? It's dead set massive. Um, well, I've actually I shot him a message a, a couple of years ago. I was like, "Hey, it'd be great if you come on." be great if you come on and he's like yeah whenever we just didn't really sort of follow up since then but we've gotten back in touch with him yep and we've got the great mickey o'loughlin <laughs> wowie that is unbelievable yep. isn't true blood just going from height to height so tommy we, so had chad warner last week and got mickey o on this week correct yeah. who's next Get horse on. <laughs> horse, how are you? If it's, you're uh, listening. Dean Smads and Tommy from True Bloods. We're coming for you. We're coming for your horse. So horse on uh, for the grand pre, final pre preview. Grand <laughs> Manifesting, put it out there uh, into the universe, faithful. But yeah, we got the Mickey O interview. That will be after the social yes, segment. Yes, it will. So we might take a little breather there, boys, and we'll jump into the socials. And then after the socials, we'll jump into Mickey O's interview. How do we feel about that? Couldn't be more pumped, David. <laughs> so good. We'll be back. Welcome back to True Bloods. Now, Mads, there's a few things we like here. We, we love a couple of things, David. We we love scoreboard impact from midfielders. That's critical, Flanners. We like scoreboard impact. And what else do we love, Mads? We love a little bit of social we engagement. We love Ooh. social engagement. How good. We get the voice notes coming through. The faithful gets involved with the show because the show is for the faithful, Tommy. On your Facebook, on your Instagram. <laughs> We're on your Facebook. <laughs> We're on your Facebooks. We're on your Instagrams, Twitters, TikToks. We're all over your social media. Medias, uh, but we will jump into some voice notes. There's a few on your Instagram. There's a few on your Facebook. <laughs> That's right, Dable. So I'll let you lead the way with them, Madison. Yeah, I'm going to lead the way on the Instagram first. Yes, nice. Uh, this is from Joel Brown, the man who spread his grandmother's ashes in on the, the middle SCG. of the SCG on Buddy's 1000th goal. Did you know that, Tommy? I didn't, but I do now. It's interesting, isn't it? He showed on us. Joel? Showed us. Yep, on your Joel. Show, showed us his plan prior to the game. Yeah. Full on. Was, Good was, on you, Joel. It was absolutely berserk. <laughs> <laughs> but I rate it. Shout out. Um, here he is. Deems, Mads, I assume you're well. Joel Brown from the Central Coast. Green Point, to be more precise. That's about an hour and a bit north of the Sydney city. And uh, Sunday afternoon, I uh, listened to a bit of Limp Biscuit, uh, watching the uh, <laughs> bloody uh, Woodstock documentary on uh, Netflix. Yeah, and it is anxiety-driven, let's say that. But it got me thinking about the Swans. We're taking on the Pars. Uh, 5.45 at the SCG, and uh, line-up, do we stay the course, do we stay the course, or do we make any uh, changes? Now, for mine... For yours. yours. Right, for mine, I, I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to say Logan is a little bit hard done by and uh, makes way for a Marty. You probably ask him why. Maybe to help rest up uh, Sam Reid. I mean, he's been good as the backup ruck for uh, the Messiah that is Tom Hickey. But uh, having an athletic forward and someone who can run around the ground... So Marty can run around the ground, uh, help Reed and Tom Hickey rest up up forward or on the bench, what have you. Uh, that is uh, my prediction. Uh, but then I'm still all good to say the course. But with Logues, I feel like Logues, we can't have any passengers uh, going into a big game like this. And I feel he needs to demand his spot. Uh, so would be interested to know your view on this, gents. Up the swans, up the potty. 
Yeah, good on you, Joel. I can't. I don't think it's going to happen if we were short either a Sam Reed or a Hickey. That's probably the change I would make. Yeah, but it's, mm. uh, I, I don't think it's going to happen. Yes, we need a, a little bit more scoreboard impact from Logan. Did, did you see Lowie? Lowie, Lowie is coming to the party now. <laughs> Lowie, Lowie wasn't happy that we whacked him, and now Lowie wants him to. Make way. Scoreboard. Scoreboard. Yeah, scoreboard scoreboard. and not make way. I was going to say he was uh, uh, Logan's number one. No, no, and we we rate Lowie, but Lowie's now on board. And if Lowie's telling him to hit the scoreboard, he probably needs to hit the scoreboard. Yeah, he needs to listen up to Big Alan Lau, big contributor of the show. What do you you think, Flanners? For mine, for yours, yours, we remain unchanged. Surely, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? Yep. Next one, Mads. Uh, yes, the next one is from uh, Carl. Big Carl. Carl in Wagga? Actually, sorry, there's one before that. Ali Habak. Ali? Yeah. Ali, here we go. Two bloods in Godsworth. Who's going to win this Saturday? Sydney Swans versus Collingwood Pies at the Sydney Creek Ground. And the fans, the majority of the fans are going to be Swans. I know your honest opinion. And up the swans and potty. Yes, yes Ali. Yes, Al. I hope to meet you this Saturday. Bloody this oath. game, True Bloods, Debs and Matt. Uh, before before the swans, SCG home ground. At- Bloody oath. Yeah. Bloody oath, 100%. Yeah, get, get down, down to the bat and ball, Ali. Yeah, we'll have a beer with you, 100%. But home crowd, we'll just say it. We may have mentioned it to Mickey O. That it was a, a huge difference going to a, a game down here in Melbourne to the home crowd in Sydney. The Absolutely. vibe is just so good. And Mickey was saying to us, "No, I'll, I'll keep going. Uh, I'll let. I'll, I'll let. Sorry, I won't keep going. I'll <laughs> I, pump the brakes. I will pump the brakes. I'll stop there and won't dive into the convo. But Carl, yeah, we can't wait to get up there. Thanks, Ellie. Thanks for your contribution. Here's Carl. G'day, True Bloods. It's Carl in Wagga here. If Sydney is going to win the preliminary final this Saturday, it'll be in the same way as how we defeated Collingwood in round 22 and Melbourne in the qualifying final. Looking at the midfield battle, Mills and Parker versus Pendlebury and Sidebottom. The ever-reliable footy wire tells us that in 2022, (laughs) Pendlebottom came in at 176 tackles. The Rolls Land Cruiser, 281. And that translates directly to clearances. With the Collingwood guys, 112 versus our Rolls Land Cruiser combination of a massive 232 clearances for 2022. Good night. This is Bloods footy. Our midfield is better than Collingwood's. The Bloods have the best pressure game in the competition. Yep. This is how we win. Up the Bloods, up the potty. They're on board, Dave. 100%. Callum Mills, the Rolls Royce, and Luke Parker, the Land Cruiser. Did you, did you, hear, did you hear this last week? I did, the, and the I wanted Land to add Cruiser. one more and make it a trio. How about Chad Warner, the Lamborghini? Yeah, yeah I like yeah, it. I like it. I the like Lambo. It. I like it. Yeah, I like it. Needs to gain some feet from the listeners, Flanners, before, <laughs> yeah, I'm, putting, I'm, just... before I'm putting that in, in stone, but well, I'm open to it. Well, he had 25 against the Pies in that game as well, so it was 29 for Mills, 26 for Parker, 25. Something with, yeah. something with strong acceleration. Mm, yeah. 100%. Next one. Some sort of Kawasaki <laughs> motorbike. Motorbike. Um, all right. Friend of the show. Big friend, yep. Jake Colin Maguire. Here we go. True Bloods. Jake from Burnside Heights. On Victoria you, Jake. here. I'm just getting my copy of 101 Heimlich Maneuver Guide book. And I'm going to get it wrapped up and I'm going to send it off to Colin with tomorrow. 
because uh, I have a feeling they're going to choke. <laughs> so I'll be sending that off for them. Up the 20s, up the potty. Oh, on you, Jakey. <laughs> on you, Jakey. Not bad from you, champion. No no musical number. Yeah, I know. Like, unbelievable. Uh, Eddie Ring. Eduardo Ringo. Ed- Eduardo Ringo. Here we go. G'day, lads. Ringo from Brizzy here. Jeez, I am so nervous. Every hour I just, I'm just sick of feel nervous. It's a good spot to be in. For mine. For yours. Bud, Heaney, Warner, Blakey. They don't have two quiet games in a row. Look out, Pies. Up the Swannies. Up the potty. Yeah, good on you, Eduardo. It's a, it's a good point he makes. I can't see too many of these guys having a couple of quiet games. And, yeah, we had, they, they had quiet games, but we still won by four goals. <laughs> that Just was saying. One of the most impressive things so about good. that win. The Unreal. Hydra. Hydra. The Hydra. Yeah. David Alay. Alay, here we go. Alay, Alay. Good evening, all ye faithful. Professor Swan here from Sydney calling from the Varsity. No Swans footy action this weekend to speak of, but I made a great discovery that I just have to share. A chap here at the Varsity studies Antarctic geology, and he told me about a massive ice crack that's developed in the Antarctic ice (laughs) shelf. Well, that's global warming, I said, but he said, no, it's been caused by tectonic plates. And that piqued my interest because I know you chaps like a little tectonic movement. Well, here's the thing. A slab of ice the size of Tasmania will soon plunge into the Southern Ocean, he told me, causing a massive stir in that great body of water. My God, did he just say great body of water? Now he's got my full attention. I listened intently as he went on to say, this ice slip is likely to occur in a week or so, triggering a tsunami that will hit the Australian coast in the last week, end of September. Chaps. The timing and symbolism is unmistakable. It's a manifestation, a geological manifestation, a great stirring of the souls of all swans past, sparked back to life, stirring in their graves and manifesting for a swan's victory against the pies and a march onwards to the grand final. Faithful, get out your boogie boards, get out your surfboards, grab anything that floats and get aboard this wave. We can ride it all the way to a premiership. To finish with a royal reference, the demons are dead. Long live the swans. How good. So good. The professor. The professor, Swanee. That's sensational that stuff. That was nuts. The, uh, the tsunami doesn't have to be mentioned all the time because it's just building. It's just been building all it's year. It's been days. building for the last 10 weeks, mate. It's, it's unbelievable. It's out there. The faithful know it. The the AFL community know it. The Swans are coming, boys. It is the biggest tsunami. Grab your in boogie the boards. The grab your jet skis. Anything that floats, as Professor Swanee says. We're on your boogie boards. We're <laughs> on your surfboards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this Next is one. fun. This it is, is fun. Stuff. Sam Johnson. Deebs and Mads, hope you are well. Sam from Furniture Gully. Uh, my invite goes out to the big boudoir. I think it's a big time for him to bounce back from his zero donuts game a couple of weeks ago. Come out with an early goal, even some forward 50 tackles. Um, so it really set the tone for the match and can't wait for the game. Very nervous, um, but up the bloods and up the potty. Yeah, not love it, Sammy. It's uh, Bud, Bud really set the tone in that Adelaide game. He was berserk with his forward pressure, both tackles. Yeah. Funders? I feel like in that Melbourne game... Um, the role that Bud played is, is underrated in the win. The, yeah. the, the, 
Stephen May will get all the plaudits because Bud didn't hit the scoreboard yeah. and was wasn't cited uh, as often as as uh, we're probably used to, or AFL fans are probably used to in a big final, probably expecting more uh, involvement on on the scoreboard or, or creating scores. But what he did do, Stephen May is such an important player for the Melbourne defence, and he just dragged him away. He just took him completely out of it. May was only focused on Buddy, therefore he couldn't impact in the air when the ball came to other players. And that was evident when Robottom kicked that goal. And Buddy was pointing at May, yeah. saying, you're only worrying about, about me. Because the ball rolled, like, 100%. May could have gotten yeah. there. Yep. May could have gotten there. Yep. So you're, you're right. And that, I feel, is what needs to happen with Darcy Moore this week. Yep. Take him away. Take Just get him out of there. Mitigate the, the intercept. And let yep. Reedy just dominate the yep. pies like he did 100%. against the Ds. Campbell Moore. G'day, boys. Campbell here. Uh, brother of the expletive unleashing Macamore. I'll try to keep my contribution a little more PG oh, for the listeners of the pod. Um, but for mine, for yours, who I really want to invite to the party this weekend is just the Bloods faithful. You know, one of the, the best things about this season for me has been just seeing the Swans fans turning up to games both in Sydney and Melbourne in numbers, especially when so many other clubs fans have gone missing for big games. But, you know, (laughs) Collingwood is a big club and the Black and White Army are going to be there on Saturday. So we got to make sure we're there and we're cheering the boys all the way home. So I'll be at the SCG next to Macca just going absolutely berserk. So come on the Bloods, up the potty. Go Bloods, up the potty. So good. And we will be there. We'll be there. We'll be there in our droves, Flanners. Oh, now this is... Sensation. High quality. Boys, it's uh, Ook from Eltham. I am very well, and I trust you are well too. The flights are booked. The tickets are locked away. I'm pumped for Saturday. It's going to be unbelievable. What a week. What a season to be a Swannies fan. Uh, And, yeah, it's just been made that little bit sweeter by the discovery of the podcast, which I made earlier in the year. I just thought I'd take the opportunity to pump you guys up a little bit. Uh, yeah, I really love it. It's great analysis. You're great dudes. The faithful are good people. And, uh, yeah, it's just been, uh, been fun. I love it. Your um, I've written a little jingle. Give it a spin if you want. Oh, we will. <laughs> and uh, go the Swannies. Here we go. Ook. The True Bloods podcast is sublime. Yes, Mads, for yours, but also for mine. <laughs> Deebles loves scoreboard impact. He dreams of Chad bursting out of packs. <laughs> the social seg is so much fun. It's taken the party to number one. While the loyal faithful march onto the SCG. Yeah. <laughs> How good. That could be number one for the year. Good on you, Ook. So good. That is legendary, mate. That's so good. Loved it. How good? Mate, brings a tear to the eye. It does. Up the faithful. Thanks for the kind words as nah, well. I appreciate but it. Here's Ryan Petrusevics. Petrusevics. Ryan Petrusevics. Look at me go. Ryan Petrusevics from oh, March, still stuffed Adelaide up. here. Um, feeling extremely nervous for the final, boys. Very, very nervous. But I'm confident my invitation will get to Isaac Heaney in time for the big party. 
Collingwood are scary, but we can hold it. We can do it. I reckon we can, boys. Up the potty, up the bloods. Let's fucking go. Let's, Come on. Let's go, Rizzle. 100%. He, uh, he wasn't using Saundo's studio. No, he wasn't. Sadly. Bit of outside noise. That's okay. Yotam Fieldman. <laughs> Yotam Fieldman. Sorry. Sorry, Yotam, if that is your real name. Up the potty! <laughs> yeah, nice and quick. Very good. good on you, Yotam. That's what we like. Up the potty. And now the ever-reliable... Sorno, so reliable. Never met a bloke so reliable. True bloods, faithful. How are we all doing this week? (laughs) Personally, I'm bloody nervous. My heart's doing a few of these ones. But also, (laughs) I am bloody excited to be there at the SCG on Saturday. So gutted for those of you who couldn't get tickets, but far out. For those of you who are going to be there, the Red and White Army in full voice it's going to be an absolutely electric atmosphere. It's going to be absolutely special. I've never been to a prelim before, so I am so excited. We are going to be turning Sydney into a party town. And speaking of parties, boys, for mine. For yours. For yours. Yes, for mine. My invitation is going to Sam Reed. Last year, he got a last-ditch contract, like just a Hail Mary, just one last chance it was. And he has repaid the faith in absolute spades. He is the linchpin of that forward line. He is the tall forward that the Hydra operates around. And not only that, he's taken his marks, he's laying his tackles, he's kicking goals. I mean, what what more could you want from him? Where has this come from? He's had an absolute Lazarus campaign, Sam Reed, one of the greatest resurrections of a career you will ever see, and I hope he rips it to shit on Saturday. Up the potty, up the swannies, signing off, Saundo from Pennant Hills. Yes, good on you, Saundo. He's so good. That's a great shout from Saundo. Sam Reed, we all know we've, we've talked about the resurrection, but seriously, look at all the tools in the comp this year. He is the best tall utility ever. In the 22 AFL season. 100%. Since half, none. halfway through the year, he's been unbelievable. That Melbourne game, like, like round 12 or whatever it was, the resurrection began. Big time. So good. Uh, Mitchie Charles. Big Mitchie. Hey, True Bloods. It's Mitch from Q here. Um, I'm looking forward to the game this week um, and meeting some of the faithful from up Sydney way. Um, in response to the question this week, I think... I'm going to send an invite out to Chad Warner. A little quiet um, the other week, but I think he's really ready to announce himself as one of the number one players in the competition. Um, I'm calling for Chatty uh, with 25 and 2. Um, we, ne- we love a bit of scoreboard impact. And also, um, I'm putting another invite out to Logan McDonald. Mate, it's time for you to arrive as well. I'm... Uh, Looking for about six or seven marks and uh, three goals won. Cheers, lads. Um, I'm getting a bit shaky um, in the lead-up to the game, but uh, I think it's all ours for the taking. Up the Swannies, up the potty. Yeah, good on Let's you, Mitchie. Go. It's, uh, yeah, ball's in our court, mate. So, boy, back in the boys. Now, this is Mackenzie Moore. Big Mackenzie. This is Mac from Canberra. A bit of a unique one for your hashtag Ask the Potty question. I'm inviting to the party the fucking tsunami of the Swans faithful. We're going to have a challenge ahead Not of us. Not so unique. Um, out vocalising the Collingwood fans, but we can definitely do it. Up the potty.
Yeah, good shout. I think there'll be fights. <laughs> I, I honestly think there'll be fights. Well, this is the thing. You, you always be the bigger person and you only support your boys. Yeah, you just don't go to the other players and there's no issues. Entrecote yeah, ring a bell, Dave. <laughs> it does, but we were winning. <laughs> so you can have a go at that. You can. If, <laughs> no, that was in response to other people going at me. Yeah, uh, right. Unless provoked. You can always defend yourself. Exactly faithful. right. Always defend always. yourself. I was certainly doing both at the Melbourne game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I could see the whole world could see. I was trying to paint that we were good blokes on here, mate. <laughs> no, and here you just fucking cut me down. Cut me down. We're honest with the faithful. We're yeah. scumbags. Yeah, we, we're, we're, we are nuffies. We are nuffies. Is what it is, as they say. Um, it is what it is. If it wasn't, it wouldn't be. <laughs> Correct. Um, now, <laughs> I just need to try and find something. This is from Hayden Knight, a first-time contributor. Ooh, we love the first time. Hayden G'day, gents. It's Doss from Ballarat here. It's the biggest party of the year so far, but I, I hear there might be a big one brewing the week after, which I believe the Swans might be invited to. Anyway, I'd just like to send an invite to good friend uh, Ryan Rizzo-Clark for this weekend. He's played an epic role nullifying the impact of damaging disposal rookie Nicky Dacos in our last outing to prevent the slingshot supply off halfback to run over those filthy, filthy pies. But you know what I love, boys? What do you a like? bit of bloody scoreboard impact. And boy, oh boy, <laughs> have I been impressed with Clarko's consistency. Put him down for two, gents. Put him down for two. Ooh. Over and out. Love it. That was a really good, good. Uh, good debut. 100%. Well, he had 17 uh, against Dacos um, last time we played. Three tackles, five score involvement. And he made Dacos completely change his role too. So yep. it was sensational. Gets the job again for sure. All right. Um, now, we've just gone over to the Facebook. Yep. And Christian Smith... Wanted me to play this. I missed it uh, another couple of uh, episodes ago, but I promised him I'd play this, so Here I'm going to go. play it. Hi, this is Christian from Canberra. Thought I'd do a poem about the uh, the day. This Here was it against Melbourne. Union House was the place to be. Got there early and drinks were in me. Thanks to Matt, the seats were sorted. Hey, there are people sitting there. I've been thwarted. Turns out it's Dylan Stevens' mum and sister. Oh, the way he played, I should have kissed her. <laughs> Mads and Deebs turned up all smiles. The Hamish and Andy are footy podcasting. What a night out on the tiles. In case you didn't know them, it can be found on your Instagrams and on your Facebooks. Oh, but which one has the better looks? We marched down Swan Street towards our fate, manifesting belief we'd be booking a prelim date. Got to gate one and enter I did. The Swans fans roaring, I do not kid. First half was scary, but Paps was flary, but didn't really kick like Wayne Carey. Ten individual goal kickers for the night, but it was down back where we put up the fight. Pressured the D so much they shook in their pants. Swannies could be heard by way of our chant. Hickey our Messiah, bringing it to Gorn. Lids off lads, our premiership hopes dawn. To this SEG next week we'll all be to see who will play the granny at the G. Meet you all at Union House in two weeks' time. The atmosphere in there was nothing but sublime. Up the potty and up the Bloods fans. Can't be prouder of the Sydney Swans clan. Yeah. How good. Christian, love it. So good. All right. Now, a couple more. Let's let's crack in. We've got Phoebe Rolston. Good evening. Phoebe from Camaray here. Not so much an invitation from me this week, but... You know who I don't want on the list? Jordan Dugowie. He is not invited to our party. Um, nowhere in sight, please. Jordan Dugowie and Jamie Elliott, actually. Both of them not invited. Um, nowhere near the SCG. 
please and thank you. Up the swans, up the potty, bring on the prelim. Yeah, so good. So good. Love <laughs> very, that. very diverse gender as you're finding out, finest, in terms of the listeners. Um, now, let's go. Willie, William. Willie A. Willie A. Hey, boys. Willie what A, A here from Cool and Gatter. What we what know. What a fucking time to be alive. <laughs> I want to talk to you about where I reckon the game will be won and lost this week. It's down to one word, interceptors. On one side of the coin, we've got our offense, and we've got this fantastic forward line that doesn't function on one person. We've got that, we got that hydra. But what will break down is if we start bombing it long and allowing Darcy Moore and, to a lesser extent, um, Jeremy Howe to take intercepts. So we don't want to do We want to lower the eyes, hit some targets inside the forward 50 or quick ball movement. Because if we allow their interceptors to, uh, to get on top of us, then our offense will break down. On the flip side, our defense, what Colin would prey on is that, you know, scrap ball where it's kind of chaos and, you know, people are moving and fast ball movement stuff everywhere. So what we can't do is just last week we did an amazing job, the McCartans especially, of spoiling the ball, um, and um, Melbourne didn't have the strength to be able to jump on that and, and you know kick kick scrappy goals. Whereas that's what Collingwood would love to do. So we have to take the mark. We got to take the heat out of the game, and we got to take those intercept marks. Paddy's been a bit little bit down since where he was, you know, at the start of the year. Tommy, you know, a little bit as well. They've been great at getting winning their one on ones, but they got to start taking the marks. That's uh, that's what I reckon um, we got to aim for this week. Yeah, love I tend it. Tend to agree. Mate, I reckon we got a room for a couple more, Mads. Ethan Romerall. Big Ethan. True bloods. Ethan from Wyonga here on the Central Coast. Ethan. Um, I was, ju- I just wanted to give an answer to the Ask the Faithful question on Facebook. And I think the person that I would invite to the party at the SCG is Buddy Franklin. He had a really quiet one against the D's in the qualifying final. So, I th- And I think we're go- really going to need him to have a big one if we're going to go to the grand final because Collingwood are a fantastic side. So we're really going to need Buddy to step up and kick a couple. So he's the one I'm inviting to the party. He doesn't need many invites because he's usually pretty consistent, but... He just wasn't very strong against the D's, and I think he's he just needs a bit of an invitation to the party. I think he's feeling a bit left out. Not many people inviting him to the party, but here's your invitation, bud. I really hope you can play well on Saturday, and go the mighty bloods. On you, Ethan. On you, Ethan. And last one. Last one. Hopsy. Hopsy, here we go. Hopsy. Oh, wait, no, he doesn't have one. Uh, <laughs> Matty Stavros. Not Hopsy. Matty Stavros. Hey lads, Matt here from Camden in New South Wales. Um, I think my invite's going to go out this week to Pappas. Um, he's pretty good against the D's, just keep up that form. There's pressure acts, score involvements, get on the scoreboard for a few snags, what we'd love to see. I think it's going to be a high-pressure game. Pies will definitely be coming out hot. You know, they'll probably be filthy about the loss the other week. That's um, all Craig McRae's been fucking talking about. Um, yeah, I think we just need a you know, do everything as a team. Um, doesn't really need to be too many individuals, and I think we get out of the line. Cheers, lads. Yeah, so good. So good. On you, Matty. 
All right, boys. Well, bumper. bumper as usual. And apologies, there are a few there we just could not get through. Matty Donnelly sent through one. Um, there are a few other constant contributors, but we are just pushed for time. We're such we don't a want bumper the podcast show. to go for four hours. We, we do, though. We would love that. We just don't have the time. <laughs> but we, we, we Look, we did a bit of a preview in that seg one, but we might just jump into how and what we need to do um, on the weekend. I think some of the faithful were really on point there because it's about as much as we need to beat them in the midfield. I think it's negating their defenders as well. Yep. Yeah. It's key to, it's critical. Like this, they play this as the, the previous voice note, they, they play this chaos game, right? And they nearly like create like a three man weave, you know, the, the old footy drill being out there, hands, 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 get over the defender and you're out. Um, I, I think we're going to be awake to it. The, the pressure on the ball is going to control everything. It's, you know, it's Ryan Clark going to Nick Dacos, nullifying the influence. You're still going to have, you know, Crispy running off there. Johnny Noble is is a player who I, I rate He's highly. Um, I really like I, him. I think he goes really well. you just got to be notice of these guys trying to get free and just be accountable, really accountable of that back Errol, line. Wilbur. Exactly yeah. right. Haynes, Buddy. Like, Buddy sets the tone, man. Buddy Big comes time. to the party. You've got a 36-year-old, 1,000-goal veteran setting the tone with pressure. That just speaks volumes to what the boys are about. Well, last time, last time he took May to the... Uh, sorry. It, uh, the qualifying the final. The qualifying yeah. final. You know, he took May away from the game. Similarly, yeah. in the um, last time he played Collingwood, he kept Darcy Moore in an uncomfortable position on our... He was really deep. He yeah. kept, kept him close to our goals. Yep. And then we just kicked goals over over his head. Yep. You know, didn't, it, he wasn't allowed to um, come up to that um, that critical position 30 to 40 metres yeah. out yeah. and intercept in the air because he had to man Buddy who was on at the full forward line. And then we're just kicking up goals over his head, ramps and Warner. And, and look, yeah. he's not a contested marking player, Bud, right? Yeah. So he's happy if it comes to ground. That was most of the goals he kicked against Collingwood in we're round 22 three. Were, yeah. were crumbing his own his own footy. Yeah. So not fussed about that. It's just about negating that the influence of, of more. And Maynard, more and how things like that, yeah. Jeremy Howe yep. as well. Yeah, love to see boys just crunch Maynard and just yeah. crunch. Yeah. Go, go at him as go well. Go at Maynard. He, go um, at I'd love to not, go at that. He, he left training early, I think. Yeah, great to hear. Um, love to hear it. Oh, but but our <laughs> our back six just needs to stand up. Continue doing what you've been doing. They... Lizard's going to get his opportunity to yep. run and gun at some stage. Yep. Take the ball. Take him on, Liz. We love what you've been doing. Dill <laughs> Dill's going to have a run. Paddy, Paddy and Tommy, intercept well, kings. It's, it's critical. They can execute. Ramps. Robbie Fox. J-Mac. Robbie Fox. J-Mac. Yep, J-Mac. Juzzy. Jake Lloyd, Lloyd, after a really good game in the qualifying final. That, that's the back six. That's where it's all going to start. To me, boys, it's Heaney, though. Yeah. Like, this to is, execute. This yeah. is Taylor, mate. He loves We've been building SCG. him up all year. Yeah. But he's, he's had a phenomenal year. He has. And he doesn't have... Two bad games in a row. Not that he had a bad game. He only had the eight touches, kicked a couple goals, but mate, he caught one in the schnoz really badly in that first it quarter. Impacts you. And that can that can knock you around. So keeps fit, Haynes executes. And where does it start? Who was the best player on the ground in that qualifying final? Tom Hickey. He's up against an old swan. Darcy Cameron. Crush him. Yeah. yeah. 
Fucking yeah. crush him. Yeah, Hicks in great form, mate. He's bounced back really well after, you know, getting a you know, a couple of really tough contests against those bigger body ruckmen sort of six, seven weeks ago. Hicks got his body right. He's moving really well around the ground. He he tow- didn't tower Gorn up, but was very, very good against him. One of he's, our best players. He's just got to compete. And he in competes. He's greater ground level. His his clearance work is very good for a ruckman and yeah. I'm like Hick will come to the party. Scoreboard impact. Scoreboard kicks goals. Great set shot. But yeah, you know, Dugowie, I think Mills goes one on one with him. I was kind of thinking Rowie. Could could well do. It'd be interesting. I haven't really seen Rowie do it though. Oh, he plays defensive. Defensive role. They, it, yeah. it might I'm not saying of, tag Yeah, one on one. hundred percent. I think it, yeah, you you're probably right. It will sort of, you know, change around a little bit depending how we're going. Yeah. You, and you know, obviously it's, it's all Situation dependent. Rizzle dizzle to to Nick Dacos. Yeah, no brainer. You know, just get that pressure up on Pendlebury. Don't give him the time. Steal side bottom out on the wing. Do not give them the time to be creative. Yeah, like uh, always. Pressure, they, pressure, pressure. There can't be a disposal that Collingwood have that is not under pressure. Ginevan, right? Go for the hips. Yep. Yes, he lowers his body. Yes, he ducks his head. Go for the hips. Don't give it an opportunity to happen. Go low, boys. Now, Paddy McCartan has been done a few times this year. Really tackles high. You get, And if someone drops their, their level, Paddy gets them high. It's so important to not give this any more time than it needs. Yep. Tackle the hips when Ginevan's got the ball. Go low. And crush him out of the mid. Just look, we'll, They've got Dugowie, who's a pretty good contested ball winner. But other than that, they don't have the players to one-on-one match up against Luke Parker, Callum Mills, Chad Warner, Rowie, James Rowbottom. Yeah. You know, I, I pound think for a pound. big pound for pound, we're better than yeah. their midfield. And big Hick flicking it down to yeah. him. Correct. Yeah. Huge, boys. Yep, yeah, we've built it up. Let's go. Let's bloody go. Faithful, get to the SCG. Come on. Come on, boys. <laughs> Predictions. I reckon we get it done by four goals. Four goals. Yep. Eight goals. I like it. 22. Comprehensive. Eight goals. Yep. Eight Love goals. Love Jesus. Love it. Party time in the final quarter. Yep. Um, 22 points for me, Debs. Beautiful. I'm hoping it's Zach, as if that Sydney chant gets going. Sydney. Yep. Around the SCG. Final. That'll be so good. But that just about leads us into an epic interview, Mads. How good? I can't stop thinking about 100%. it. Hundred percent. And we're <laughs> look, we're not interviewers on here. We're a couple of mates who get on here and talk shit about the Swannies on a podcast. We're not interviewers, but we're not journalists. You know, we're, we're just we're just mucking around, mucking around. And to get Mickey O, like huge, like Swans player, like m- myself, all time gro- great of our club, the leading goal, goal kicker in the history of Sydney Swans slash South Melbourne, just a legend of of the, the club. club. Grew up watching him as a kid. To have him on the pod, it's a, it's a dream come true. And the, the, we're so thankful for the time that he gave us, Matt. So thankful. Yeah, because, he's so good with his time. You know, he's he's on the board of the Sydney Swans now. He's He runs the Go Foundation. He's a bloody busy man. Busy man. So for him to, to give up his time on a Tuesday night for us is, is phenomenal. So thank you so much, Mickey. All right. So uh, we'll take a little break. We'll uh, pump the uh, socials up in this uh, the little stinger in here, Tommy. That took you two years to create one, and we did one in two seconds. But um, <laughs> anyway, we'll jump into that, and then we'll be back with the Mickey O interview. You know what I love, Mads? What do you love, dude? I love the Swannies. Oh, so do I. You know what I hate, Mads? What do you hate? Is how no one talks about it. Oh, doesn't it just kill you? 
Now, Faithful, I need you to jump on your socials. We're on your Instagrams. We're on your Facebooks. So jump on there and give us a follow. If you listen on Spotify, follow and rate five stars. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, rate five stars and leave us a glowing review. The Faithful support is what makes this potty what it is. Speaking words of wisdom. Up the Swannies. Welcome back to True Bloods. As I said, we do have a special guest this evening. And it comes in the form of... Two-time All-Australian, Sydney Best and Fairest, flag winner in 2005, two times Sydney leading goal kicker, two times Deadly's Award, the Madden Medal in 2009, the AFL Rising Star, Australian Hall, Australian Football Hall of Fame, and the Indigenous Team of the Century. I speak, of course, of Mickey O'Loughlin. How are you, buddy? How are you, lad? Thanks for having me. Was that an all right intro? Oh, it was all right. It's not bad. Cover off on, on most things. Oh, uh, you got halfway through it. <laughs> <laughs> Love to hear it, Mickey. It's Debs here, mate. Um, how are you going? How are you feeling? Um, obviously, the Swannies are up and about so far this year. It's uh, it's amazing to be sitting in a prelim, isn't it? It is. It is. I um, I actually just got a call off Jude Bolton, Triple M, and he wanted to do an interview. I said, mate, love to help you, but I've got something important to do. So... <laughs> uh, uh, I'll, I'll get to him later on, but it, as you said, it's a, a pretty important weekend. So, looking forward to it. It's absolute chaos here. See, my phone is going off the hook. Um, everyone wants a ticket. It's sold out. It's going to be an amazing game. Well, mate, it's great to see the the True Bloods podcast is high in the pecking order, mate. You know, put you to the side for a second, and you're with Dave and Mads here on True Bloods, mate. So that that's awesome to hear. Thanks very much for your time. Mate, we'll just jump into um, a little bit of your footy story, I suppose. Now, you, you were selected by the Swans with uh, pick 40 in 1994. Um, can you just talk us through that, mate, a little bit, sort of your, your underage footy and, you know, eventually getting picked up by the Swannies? Uh, yeah, like, it's been pretty well documented, but, um, like, I grew up a Carlton fan, so for me, uh, having no idea how you actually get to the AFL was, uh, and then when I got a phone call to say, hey, Carlton, come and visit your, uh, your house, have a cup of tea with mum and talk about the draft. And I had no idea. I just thought they'd sort of come and pluck you if you're any good. And that was the end of it. So they come around. And I, as far as I was concerned, I was, that's where I was going. And then um, the next team off the list was the Swans. And I had no intention of coming to Sydney. Uh, <laughs> I, I wasn't. They played it every Sunday back in Adelaide. And they got smacked and smashed. And I had no idea about the history or South Melbourne, or any of that. So um, it wasn't until my name was read out to pick 40, and um, there was a few tears because I didn't want to leave and come to Sydney, and I thought they were absolutely horrible. But uh, my mum, she's, she's an incredible woman, my mother, and she just said, I said, she was like, mate, you got to go. I started packing my bags, and uh, you're leaving, mate. You're getting to Sydney. Uh, and I said, mum, I don't want to go because... She said, why? And I said, because they're shit. They're on the bottom of the lap. <laughs> it's terrible. They're getting smashed. I don't want to get there. And she paused for a second and she said, mate, you might get a game. <laughs> <laughs> so she packed, me, packed my bag and one bag I had and, and she drove me to the, the airport, jumped on an ANSET flight and, to Sydney and haven't looked back. So uh, in a nutshell, that was it. 
wasn't a fan. And then, obviously, as soon as I got here and saw the SBG, met, met some players, I fell in love with the place. So it didn't take me very long. Who, who Mickey O, first sort of welcomed you in? What changed your mindset about going from, from absolutely hating the thought of playing at Sydney yeah. to, to loving it? Oh, do you know, like, the junior footy club I played for in Adelaide, the Salisbury North Hawks, um, a big Indigenous population there, and, and myself, my brother Ricky, played the pros, a rookie list on a Sydney list here, Wanganeen, on um, uh, St. Tongari. We all played AFL footy from this one club, so... Um, our facilities were actually better than the Swans when I got here. <laughs> there you go. And I was like, oh, my God, what have I got myself into here? So I rang my mum as soon as I landed. I said, mum, I just don't know what's going on here. It's chaos. And that was at the end of 94. I think uh, probably a week later, Tony Lockett turned up, Paul Ruse. I uh, got to meet the other guys who'd come back from holiday, like Paul Kelly and Mark Bay, Derek Pickett. Um Creser and Dunkley, these types of players. So as the guys started filtering in, the young guys, we, we, we got to know them a little bit better. And, and I was introduced to a guy called Matty Nick and Simon Arnott. So they they were basically like my big brothers and basically took care of me. So that was just an incredible experience for the first week and a half, two weeks. And then after sort of everyone started rolling back in from their holidays, it, they started to feel a little bit more comfortable. So then I got to meet uh, Ron Barassi and the rest so it was, it, was a, it was a really daunting sort of first week. But then after that, it was pretty smooth sailing, to tell you the truth. And Plugger and Ruzi rocked up. And I don't know, there was a bit of a spring in the step, I guess. And um, I'd never you know, been part of the, the club the year before where I, I don't know, finished last or second last or something like that. It was so it was a, it was a really humbling experience. I thought the club had this big, amazing football club venues. Gym would be out. Standing and we had our oval. We were training on the, we were training on the showground ovals uh, <laughs> on the outside there. On the outside and yeah. the, 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 the weight room, I saw a couple of rats running along the, the, <laughs> the, the barbells, and I was like, "What the hell am I? This?" And I didn't expect that from an AFL footy club. So it shocked to the system, um, but it was a it was an incredible place, and I think what Sydney's got going for it has always been about the people and relationships. Bloody oath. Bloody oath. Um, let's just move forward a little bit because there's there's a bloke that's going to be playing in his uh, his first prelim that was probably the same age that you were playing in a, in a particular prelim, Mickey. And who was that? Well, well Logan McDonald's going to be playing this <laughs> week. Um, yeah. And you were probably about his age, weren't you? I was, yeah, probably 18 or 19, one of the, one of the two. So... Um, yeah, I just remember that first final series. I was lucky enough to play in the reserves grand final in 95. And so I got a little bit of a touch of it. Um, and we got knocked off by North in the 95. So we was, we hung around and watched the 95 grand final with Carlton and Diesel Williams dominating and winning. So that really sort of, oh, wow, this is amazing. And, you know, really fortunate. Ron Barassi had, had, had retired by then and, Rodney Ed had sort of taken over and we're off to a rocky start and then we end up making the finals and playing. So uh, in the grand final, and for 19, I think I was years of age at that stage. It was unbelievable. So what an experience. And a year and a bit ago, I was playing back at the local footy back in Adelaide. 
Yeah, absolutely huge, Mickey. And it's sort of it's one of those things you make you make a grand final in what your second or third year, and then yep. you probably thought you were just going to make them consistently from them. You know, being so young, yep. coming around so you know relatively quickly. Um, how, how long was it? You know, till you played in another final after that. Uh, look, '97 we played in that final. I think we were terrible. I thought '98 we were better than '96, but '98 yep. thought we had a ripping team. Got beaten at the death by the Crows. Bugger had kicked a couple of goals. Everyone was up and about, and we we got beaten in the in the day at the SCG. So, and then obviously the Crows went on to win the to win the whole thing. But I thought our team in '98 was really exceptional. I thought we were all in good nick, and I thought we would have gave give it a shake that year, um, not to be. And then obviously from there on, '99 we made a final. Didn't do anything. 2000 we missed it. And then we just sort of bits and pieces until we got to the big one in 2005. So, and there you go, that's 10, nearly 10 years. So, <laughs> it, it, it's uh, it's funny you talk about 1998, uh, Mickey O, because I did. I think you won a best and fairest in that year as well, didn't you? So you must, yeah, have, but, must have been performing all right yourself. Yeah, no, it was going well, but I think what we were doing in, in regards to what Rodney Aid, great game plan, I thought. Um, some good youngsters coming through the ranks, but um, I just thought, you know, when, any, any year player kicks 100, you're a chance. Yeah, definitely. 100%. <laughs> so I thought, you know, geez, we, we're going okay, and I, yeah, I'm really disappointed in that in that loss. I thought that was our team, because I'm just thinking back previously to 96, I thought, you know, we got there, we did pay, but 98, I thought we were primed and ready to roll, so um, that was disappointing, but um, yeah, when the great man kicks a hundred, you, you always think you're the winner. So, not to be that for sure, mate. We might just skip forward to the premiership year that was 2005, and an, an amazing final series going over to Perth in the qualifying final, where you you found yourself in the grill of uh, that was that was 06. Actually. Well, was it? Was, yeah. was that 06? Was it the, the qualifying final? But that that um, you know. The competition with the West Coast Eagles over there. Can you, can you talk us through the the O five um, final series? Yeah, look, I mean, it was just so surreal. I think you you go to Perth. I think um, Subiaco is probably the hardest play, um, uh, ground to play. But ultimately, we played pretty well there most of the time. We played there and so hostile, but you, you do get a sense of up against them and the rest of the world, if that makes it, sense. It, it felt like that for us, Mickey, that whole yeah. finals campaign. And you know what? I love playing them. We always played well against them, so that didn't really hold any fears. And um, It was crazy, yeah. I, I mean, they're very passionate over there. You'd get phone calls in the middle of the night. You, you, you know, everyone knew that footy trying to wake you up, and uh, it was it was really bizarre. Well, uh, West, the, West Coast supporters. West Coast supporters, right? Dogs. So, <laughs> so it was quite amazing. He took the phone off the hook, but it was quite incredible to go over to Subiaco, play there, hostile crowd, play really well, um, and, and do what we had to do. But we obviously lost that first final. Yeah. But we played it um, We rejigged a few things. We had to do it the long way. And coincidentally, 2006, I mean, it was the complete reverse. We we went over, played, and we had a weekend off, and we played trio, and then we went to the grand final, and, and unfortunately lost that one. So, um, yeah, they're, they're, they're unbelievably intense games. I've got no doubt this weekend will be the same, but they're really full on. When you're playing away from home, 
can't wait to go back to the SCG. Someone told me the other day that it's the first time we've been there for a prelim for since '96. Since '96, I get that point. So uh, to give it to the granny. So I, I, I can't emphasise like how how bloody um, crazy Sydney is at the moment. Um, you know, we've got the NRL Grand Final, uh, sorry, Final Series happening at the same time, but everyone is talking about the Swans Collingwood game. It's absolutely crazy. So, Let's stick it in town, Mickey. Absolutely, absolutely. Don't worry, the phone's um, going off the hook, and every man in their dogs ring me. Had a <laughs> had a brother, one of my brothers wanted to come up. I said, "There's no room for him." So uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's it's it bizarre, mate. Really bizarre, but in a really great way. It's so good to hear that, Mickey, because down where Melbourne-based, mate, um, you know, Swanee supporters down here in Melbourne, and the Melbourne media bias is an absolute farce, mate. So, um, you know, people are tipping Collingwood, and, you know, uh, there's no talk about the Swanee. So it's really good to hear the buzzies up there in Sydney, mate. But can you you just give us a bit of an insight into the semi-final against Geelong, I think we kicked three goals for the game. We needed to kick four or five in the last quarter to run over the Cats, who were a good side back then. And how yep. much does Nick Davis still talk about it? <laughs> <laughs> Mate, hey, what an unbelievable... That's the best quarter of footy best I've quarter. ever seen. And best, um, best quarter I've ever seen from produced by anyone. So to be able to do that, win it off his own boot, and it happens only comes along every now and then where you're able to just on and everything's sort of working for, for you and that. And some can do it for a whole game. And Davo had a, an unbelievable, that last quarter was chaos. It's probably the loudest I've ever heard the SCG. Probably louder than that was Plugger's goal on, on the, on the, uh, sorry, Plugger's point on the siren. Yep. Uh, to get a granny in 96. That was chaos. People ran on the field. It was just, that was hectic. That was, that was a, that was a, a an experience in itself. And then Davo turns it on for, you know, 25, 30 minutes, whatever it was, and just absolutely put us on his back and, and, and got us there. Um, but that's the talent of Dave and he's, he's, a, he's just a, a, an absolutely unbelievable football player in his own right. So to be able to produce that at that time, and Geelong was shell-shocked, I didn't know idea what just hit him. And I think if we sat in the rooms after the game and, you know, celebrating sun and stuff, like I said, and then when you sit down and grab your water or your Gatorade and, and you put your ice on, and you... You, you just sort of scratch it. You kind of think back to, how did, what did we just pull off? <laughs> how, how did that just happen? And Dave's got a grin on his face. <laughs> and, and I've got a grin on, his, on my face. And everyone just taking care of their body, getting their, getting their fluids in. And it's just thinking and going, what the hell just happened? Did we, we, did that, was that real? Was that, did that just happen? So um, that was... Just, uh, uh, yeah, again, I was lucky enough to be part of Plugger's point and to be a part of Davo's um, sort of that four-goal effort at the end. And ultimately, that last goal that he kicked, we had rehearsed that over and over and over really? and over. Over the last three years, over the last three years with Ruzi. So Ruzi is always about scenarios. Okay, five points up, what do we do? Ball's in the back line. Five points down, in the back line, what are we doing? So it's all game tempo type stuff. So we automatically, okay, late in the game, we're down. What do we want? We need space. What does Geelong want? They want to crowd it up. They want to make it, uh, they want to hold the ball in. So everybody's not supposed to be in there. If you have a replay of that and have a look at it, they're all out. I'm out, yeah. 100%. um, Jason Ball, nice, beautiful tap as per training session. 
and go, bang. So that's, it was all like you can practice and practice and practice and practice. Like uh, you know, Goodsy's goal in the grand final against the Hawks, that's, that snap. Like Goodsy practiced that constantly over and over and over and over and over and over again. Then all of a sudden the time comes and then you, and then it produces. So Execute. Quite, it's quite amazing, yeah. But um, that's not that wasn't luck. Um, Dabo had practiced that with Craig Bolton hanging off him at training every every Thursday night. So, that is fascinating. That is an unreal uh, story. I love hearing that. that that's the insight we yeah. want, Mickey. We love it, mate. It's so good. <laughs> there so, you go. I'm watching my own podcast. What do you reckon? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> mate. I'm sure you got a few stories for us, no doubt. Um, and then you then you roll down to St Kilda. You knock them off, and so yeah. you've you've been involved in Nick Davis in the semi. We knock St yep. Kilda off. Schneider goes berserk in the final quarter, and yep. um, and then you're a part of one of probably as big, if not bigger, than Mickey O's for Leo Barry's mark. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's um, amazing. Like uh, I got a missed call off Schneider today, actually. So um, if he's listening, how are you, Snit? <laughs> <laughs> He'll be tuning in, I'm sure, mate. Yeah, he's a big fan. All the lads are. Um, it's one of those. Um, we, I don't, we don't think we played particularly well against Saints. And, uh, I think maybe the year before, or the year before that, I can't remember. We played them at the MCG. They, they towed us, and um, yeah, it wasn't a, wasn't a happy night for us. And then to go back, I five playing. They played really well um, throughout the night, and we sort of hadn't given up. And, and all of a sudden, you know, bang, we we <laughs> we produced in that last quarter again. Uh, Barry Hall's, you know. Punches uh, Goose Maguire. Yeah, Goose Maguire. Yeah, Goose Maguire, and um, and and it's sort of a bit, a bit of chaos everywhere. So then all of a sudden we're in a grand final, oh. and 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 we're we're wondering, well, does Barry, you know, he's going to be up, ready to go for the grand final? It's a bit like Dunkley in um, yep. in '96. Yeah. So we, you know, you prepare as best you can, and Baz gets off and does what he does, and then um, you know, we go to the big dance, and it was just unbelievable. So. For me to be in 1905, then 06 again uh, for three, and then win one, and I, and I still sort of hurt that we, we didn't win the, the next one, but uh, we get a crack, and we win it, and Leo takes that mark, and just um, pandemonium, and then uh, it, I can't how do you articulate right now what that meant for our fans, the people who would still buy us, and everyone's got to remember, like, this footy club's been on its knees for so long to have that ultimate success, which is the premiership. But you think about all the players that have played out in the history of our footy club, which, you know, that I'm really um, all over. As soon as you land in Sydney, you, you, you're told in really no uncertain terms that, hey, this is us. This is who we are. This is where we're from. This is you now. So I love that about our footy club. And um, and, and our footy club's had I think it's the most Brownlow medalists in the history of the game. It is. But I play for our footy club yet we've had the you know, haven't had that too much team success. So we had to finally win it and give that cup to the to the to the crowd and to the fans and to our South Melbourne um, people have supported us, our, our our Sydney Swan fans here in Sydney. It was it was incredible. And we took it through George Street, uh, in Sydney, seventy thousand people hanging out windows in the main street of Sydney was epic. Yes. You know, um, at 05, uh, at the at the cup presentation in Albert Park, I was actually behind behind the stage with all the players, and, and I sat on your knee for a period, Mickey. <laughs> I couldn't remember. We had a few beers that night. So, uh, uh, it was it was 
incredible. I think probably a week or two after that, we went to whole, or the whole team went to Hawaii and had a, had a team um, trip there. And it was just, we were sitting on the beach and everyone's looking at each other going, I love you, mate. Yeah, I love you. I love you. Yeah, good. <laughs> yeah, good. That sort of leads in perfect. Uh, you know, it's a lot talked about, the, the blood spirit, mate. Uh, what 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 is the blood spirit to Mickey O? Um, it means a, a lot of different things to a lot of different people and players and, and, and staff and coaches. But ultimately, for me, um, and being able to, being, and growing up, Pretty much, I've grown up in Sydney since I was seventeen. So every player that pretty much came to the Swans has been from interstate. Yeah. So there wasn't like you had your high school mates or your mates you grew up with or your cousins or family. We all had to get along. So you know, from going to the movies or getting a feed or someone cooking something, like it was, it was, yeah, you grew up in this sort of family uh, environment, really family oriented yeah. environment. That you had no relationship, uh, no relation, no blood relation with, but all of a sudden, Leo and I, Leo Barry and I, were the best of mates, we went there the first day, the same day, and we retired on the same night. So, how's that? It, yeah. it's, it's, it's just, it's really bizarre trying to explain because we're, and it's not a football um, state, like it's an NRL state and a union state. So, you go under the radar, but people sort of half know who you are, and not till you get to Melbourne or Adelaide or Perth or. Darwin and that people go, oh wow, you guys are swans, blah blah blah. Yeah. So that was really amazing to be able to to, to do that. But ultimately, the, the blood culture is willing to do above and beyond for your mate and and whatever it took. So and it was a real care factor around it. So history is important to me, being in a you know a, a, from a Narunga, Nutteri, and Kahnamob down Adelaide. I knew culture, knew what that meant to me, and how, well, how strong that makes me feel. Yeah. So when you then when you learn the Sydney Swans history, the South Melbourne history and the great players that have gone before you and how the club has survived over and over and again, we just never say no. We get up off the canvas. That then breeds real strength in you and you feel strong as a player and as a person. I'm a really proud. Like, I'm red and white till I die. There's no one loves the Swans more than me. Yep. And that's passed on to my son. So Bloody oath. For me, that just makes me... I, I walk eight feet tall when I, when I talk about the Swans because of what... I've gone through and what they mean to me. So whether you play one game or a hundred reserve game, you're still part of the red and white family. Like it, it's, it's incredible. So it's really hard to explain. It to set well, you explained it pretty well, Mickey. Mate. And, and even if you do a, you know, a Sydney Swans fan podcast, mate, we, we, we walk eight, eight feet tall as well, mate, yeah. every week. So uh, mate, I, I love it. I love it. This, and our, our people have been through hell and back. And um, for us, all you, all you guys want is for us to give maximum effort and have a crack on the field and, and hopefully we've done that and we continue to do it but when you're a kid that's been drafted as one it's drummed into you really Bloody straight God. away first day this is who, who we are and this is who, what we stand for and you're either row the boat in the, in the same direction or you jump so. that's just bloody sensational Mickey um Speaking of uh, never giving up and giving it all on your field, we have a preliminary final uh, this weekend. Yep. Now, what are your thoughts? You've obviously I've, I've seen you on camera at games all throughout the year. What are your yep. thoughts? Did you expect uh, that we'd be in this position um, this year? Um, look, I've, this year I've joined the Swans board, so it's been a real eye for me to get back into the footy stuff. I had the academy there for a few years, um, and now sons in the academy so I've sort of been hovering and thereabouts but the, being on the board has been an incredible experience and then you get that sort of intimate knowledge talking to John and, and others and certainly the team um, and you're bumping in every, every 
everywhere you go. And it's been um, John's philosophy and, and certainly mine and, and the people I played footy with and now the coaches, it's it's always around what the, the work that you've put in. So that should give you real confidence on the work that you've done. If you haven't done it, then you can't, you can't bluff your way through it. It's too hard and the game's too hard and everyone's sort of on that sort of even playing field. But ultimately, when you've done the work, you've prepared well and, and I think being humble and being respectful for our opponents, which we've, I think we've done pretty well over the years, I think you always give yourself a real good chance. Um, and look, looking into this week, and that's how I'm taking it, we've done the work, we've set ourselves and we've given ourselves every chance to have a real good tilt at it. And um, the evidence is in the, in, the, in the cake, mate. Like, you know, it's, we've beaten them before. We've, we've know what, how they play. We've watched them over the last couple of weeks. Um, so we get a chance to sort of lay it all out in the SDG on the week, on the weekend. And I think that's all you can ask for. Um, I always try to pull people back in and I've got mates going, Oh, we're going to put the lid on the, on it. And, you know, the Tupperware is, put the lid on the Tupperware right now. <laughs> we still got to take care of business, but I'm really, I'm really satisfied, I guess, with the work and the, the, the homework that do, not the, Saturday or Sunday, it's actually the work you put into the Monday to Friday, and yep. I'm really confident that that's always been John's philosophy about let's hey, let's just head down, bum up, let's just get the work and do the things we do, and then um, plan for uh, for the team, and then obviously planning for the unexpected as well. So we'll, we'll wait and see. We we'll wait and see. That's it. Now, look, we, we've given ourselves the opportunity, as you said. The, the, the hard work has been done, and it's all about just executing on Saturday afternoon, mate. It's, uh, yep. it's a huge opportunity for the club. Uh, we've been sensational this back end of the year. What's that, eight yep. or nine wins in a row? And, you know, it's it. The destiny is in our own hands. And I think if we, you know, perform up to what we've been doing, mate, we're, we're every chance, as you say. Oh, absolutely. And I just, you know, you think back on your, on, like your career and it's always been about and it sounds really boring but ultimately like that's what it is it's it's whoever can do it the longest and preparation is one of the absolute keys to playing really good AFL footy Um, pre-season you give yourself a good base and then you get through the season um, and then hopefully you know some of our guys had unbelievable years and it just starts again starts again reputation to one lost in them um, and I think what gives you real, real confidence is the way we've played over the last week. Our pressure, which pressure's elite, we usually play pretty well. So there's no real magic wand or secret syrup or anything, anything for that. It's actually, we've done the work. We know what works for us. These are our sort of five to six, seven things that if we do these things really, really well, we probably win more times than we lose. Yeah. So, um, players are prepared, in my view, and they've done everything they need to do about executing. Yeah, so so good to hear, Mickey. Uh, but, mate, look, that that about wraps us up, mate. Thank you so much for coming on. Just, we really appreciate your time. Just, but just before you go, um, yeah. <clears throat> certainly want to give you a chance to plug a few things. I know you've got the Go Foundation with uh, yeah. with Goodsy. Yeah, it's been good. I was actually over his house on Sunday. How is he? How is the great fun. man? Oh, the great man's good. He's, uh, he's currently changing diapers and, and, and flipping bottles at the moment. He's just had a little, ba- <laughs> oh, little, little, little baby Otis. Uh, Otis Goods, who's like a man child, this kid. So, beautiful kid. Um, so, I had to go and change a nappy or two over there the other day. But he's <laughs> um, <laughs> well. And the, and the foundation itself is going really, really well. We've just 
uh, we were in Canberra last week and we had a, uh, another induction of 50 kids down in Canberra. So overall, we've got 1,100 kids that we've put through school and helped with their education. How good. Uh, and, mate, that's something that we're really proud of. Football um, won't, won't be both Adam and myself. That won't be our legacy. Uh, the Go Foundation and helping other kids achieve their dream will be. Um, football is an amazing journey and experience and something I'll cherish forever. But the one thing that really pulls in my heart is the foundation and what we're trying to do for these young kids and, and making sure great education. So that's something that we're really proud of. That's fantastic, Mickey. That's great. You, you do a do a lot of great work and it's it's fantastic. And, mate, we can't thank you enough for, for the time you've given us tonight. It's absolutely sensational. Nah, no worries, lads. I really appreciate you having me. And, uh, give us a call again. We'll, we'll do it again. Bloody yeah. oath, Mickey. Thanks, Heats, for coming on, Mickey, and uh, up the Swannies. No worries, lads. Cheers. Cheers. Well, how bloody good was that, Mads? One of the better things I've done in my life. 100%. He, just the, the way he was able to... That story about the, the finals was nuts. So good, wasn't it? Just to get that insight, and um, yeah, once again, thanks to Mickey O for his time. Um, can't nice. thank him enough. Uh, Tommy, you will have a, a good time listening to that, mate. What a legend for doing that, Mickey O, and well done, boys, on securing that interview. Incredible work. Nah, it's good stuff, boys. Well, that just about wraps up a bumper potty. You know, we, we come up against the pies on our home deck. The destiny is in our own hands. We've done everything bloody possible to put ourselves in this situation. Let's go. Let's finish the job. Let's finish the job. Walk, in, walk into a grand final next week. Get it done on Saturday, and we're there, Faithful, and we're in the big dance. So Bat let's go. Hotel, let's go. About 1 o'clock, we'll get down there, Mads, uh, in Redfern, across from Moore Park there. This has been True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. Number one in the charts, number one in the hearts, speaking words of wisdom. Up the potty! Up the potty! <laughs>